Wait. We're rolling. <laughs> wait, what? Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 95. Wow. Correct. I remember that you Dummies podcast brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business, website design, Google ads, graphic design, mailers, any print work, check them out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on IG or their website, bbdigitalmarketing.com. They can absolutely help. Let's do it. Request a free review of your entire online presence today. Okay. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt. I am training out of South Florida. Bo behind the camera. Miguel riding shotgun. And shout out to our booking manager, Britt, for uh, for getting all of these awesome guests on the show. Yes, Britt. Thank you very much. Um, Keep resting. Don't forget to like, comment, share. Click that subscribe button on... Uh, on YouTube click and the click the little bell. It'll get, send you reminders or send you a, a notification when we You'll be launch new episodes know. or put out snippets and things like that. Not that you need it, but it helps us out. Yeah, we'd, we'd I know you, I know you guys check the in. Support I know they check in. What's that? Is do, do it to help. Yeah. That's what it, they yeah. check in. They check yeah. in. They watch. Appreciate that. First to know, the tenth to know. So <laughs> uh, don't forget, we're still, it's still on our the top of our link tree. So if you go to our IG page and you click on the link in our bio, we still have the Kurt Osiander Medical Recovery Fund at the top there. Please donate. Uh, please help him out. It's, uh, you know, It'd Kurt's really, Kurt's a legend. Yep. We all have a Kurt story of something that we've learned through a video, through one of his moves of the week. I know that I do. He's I have given that. us all something. Yeah. Give yeah, something so. back. Yeah, even no matter what, whether it's a dollar or a hundred dollars, you know, just check it most out. Most of the people listening will have their hips replaced. At yeah, some <laughs> he, he did you're, just you're have one hip there, replaced. Man. He's got to do the other one. Um, you know, he got he had a lot of uh, trials and tribulations the last couple of years on top of every, you know COVID and all the craziness, and then his car, you know, his house got robbed. So yeah, um, If there's gone. anybody that deserved a little help, it's Kurt, and you know, it's you know, we all need a little help every once in a while. Let's do it. So joining us today is Atos Black Belt, Heather Wood. So stick around. We have a, cute, a few quick shout outs. Thank you to our friends over at Flow and Roll. Hands down, the best custom gi and no gi gear in the business. Don't believe us? Visit them on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll. And check out all the custom designs that they've created for academies across the country. They have a very cool special running right now where you buy 25 gis, you get 25 patches, 50 gis, 50 patches. 7,500, you get the you get the idea. Uh, reach out to them directly for more details. You can email at flowenroll at gmail.com or just, again, go to the Instagram, shoot them a message. Slide and, in them DMs. Yeah, Sean is, at, let them know, that. let Sean know that Dummy sent you. He's been with us for a really long yeah. time. I love when I talk to him and he says, you know, I just got a new client. They mentioned, you mentioned, uh, mentioned the show. It's like, good. That's awesome. It's working. You can also find our podcast T on their Teams page. Uh, go check them out again. Uh, it's flowandroll.com. You get 20% off of anything on their website with code JJD. Not for use with custom orders, though. Okay, guys? Thank you to the BJJ box. Thank you, Tony, for all your support. Rocking the shirt. What is it? The guillotine choke, right? What does it say? This is uh, the, the BJJ, BJJ box, box on the show. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, I have the... Uh, the <laughs> I've been wearing the... Assassin the hooker. hooker. One, the... <laughs> Hooker assassin, my heel wife, hooker assassin. My wife loves when I wear that. I, I, I don't know that I'm Mine allowed too. to wear that outside Me of the house. Either. Sometimes <laughs> I just cover up the top word. Hooker assassin. assassin yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? I could wear it to the wear gym. Wear I, she, yeah. she, I can't wear it with my wife. Just wear an ascot. Yeah. I, she doesn't like Just wear an ascot yeah. so it covers the top part. So uh, 
The BJJ box is jiu-jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box. It's delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. They find the best products in the world of jiu-jitsu, and they guarantee that every box is going to be worth more than the cost. So each box includes about four to seven items. We know you're going to love it. Use coupon code JJD10 for $10 off your first order. And we've got uh, another cool box coming soon. All right. We've got a cool little announcement for Neutral Zone Clean. Okay, we we talked about it so much that Mike and Candy, the owners of Neutral Zone, they said, hey, why don't we do a special? So the, the products, uh, the website was just launched in August. You've got your wipes, your sprays, your refill. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about the bucket. Yeah. The bucket, which has 1,200 wipes. So it's a bucket, right? It has the wipes coming out yep, the top yep, yep. so you can grab a wipe. I think we all, we've all been seeing like in the supermarkets, right? In a little tin, right? Right. They have a bucket that they bring out to wrestling events. Uh, they sell it on, on their website. Go online, go on the shop page. You'll see that bucket. It typically goes for $109. Okay. So they're going to do a special, $99. So you're saving $10.99. Yeah. Use code JJD. Gift. Okay. Again, you're going to get $10.99 off and free shipping. That's a freaking big bucket. Yeah. So free shipping. So you're getting even more, you know, the value goes even higher. So it's only for the bucket. Now we do have our coupon code JJD for 15% off Mm -hmm. anything from the site. So if you don't get the bucket, you still want to get. Uh, a discount. It's fifteen percent off with code JJD. Spray. But if you want to buy yeah. the bucket, That's getting the ten ninety nine off. A it's a good deal plus the shipping. I mean, it's like twenty bucks plus off right there. Yeah. Just you know, total. Um, you can buy anything else from the store if you want and get free shipping. So that's kind of cool too. So if you get the bucket and you get a refill or you want to get yourself your own canister, you're not paying anything for any of the shipping. Yeah. So he threw that in as well. Got to do so, some math. So yo. go check them out again. It's neutralzoneclean.com. On IG, you can find them at Neutral Zone Clean. All right. These are not CBD products. We're going to talk about the CBD in a second, but this is its own company, Neutral Zone Clean. It's a hygiene. It's a hygiene product company. Uh, I've got some soaps that I've got to test out that they sent me. Um, I'm on my last wipe. I have one wipe in the canister from the original test canister. They sent me the big Mambo Jumbo one that they sent. Uh, So... I'm actually going to be that taking, I'm taking this one home. <laughs> that lasted you a couple months. That lasted a long, yeah, it lasted a really long time, and I used it a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, you know, big one. Maybe Little they, bit maybe they even way. put out that canister. Uh, so, again, check them out, NeutralZoneClean.com, and don't forget, again, 15% off with code JJD. Ten ninety nine off the big canister, the big bucket of wipes, 1,200 wipes with code JJD GIFT. All right? Um. Let's talk about the CBD, right? No matter if your aches and pains are coming from lifting weights at the gym, rolling on the mats, or just a daily grind of life, NutraZone has a product for you. Find your NutraZone by finding the best products for your pain wellness so you can continue your active lifestyle. I literally, this is in my my bag on the floor. I took it out today. Mm -hmm. took out my computers. I put some on. Always have neck pain from sitting at a computer all day. I mean, most of my days are spent here before I go train or come here. This is travels with me pretty much everywhere. You got to tell me, man. I I use it. Yeah, I really am, am using this. Uh, I had my wife put my whole back yesterday. 
It's yeah. just like everything was tied up like hip with this on the whole back. But uh, you can find those products at NeutralZoneCBD.com. Get 25% off with code JJD, and you can see all the products on the table. They have the tinctures, the roll-ons. They have the bombs. That, yeah, the bomb, that big one, the bomb is great. Yep. Like you can, you put that on, it's like they're still there in the morning. Like mm-hmm. it's still, you could still feel it. It's like a thick, almost like a. It's like a bomb. No, but like a, I mean, so if somebody's thinking about it, like. Like, <laughs> like a, Vaseline. Like a deodorant, or, like, a deodorant, like, yeah. a deodorant like kind of like a, it has that feel. It's Vaseline, but yeah. it's not greasy. There you go. Yeah. Again, check them out at NeutralZoneCBD.com. Get 25% off with code JJD. Okay. All right. Anything else? Anybody got anything? Nah, man. All good? Let's get to this guest. Little guess. Let's do it. Let's get Heather in here. Let's do it, Bo. Hello, Heather. How are you? Good. How's it going, guys? Good, good. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on your show. It was awesome. So you just said you're you're coming to us from Idaho. Yeah, this is my parents' city. Yeah. Um, in Boise, and I really, really love to come back here. I have a lot of really good friends here. Is that and, where you grew um, up? Yeah, it's where I grew up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where the college basketball, uh, no, college football. The grass is yeah. blue. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the team. Uh, yes. The mm-hmm. Broncos, ha- they're or- it's like the most yep. obnoxious orange and blue. It's like the Gators. Imagine <laughs> the Gator colors on a football field, and then the seats are all mm-hmm. orange and blue. The stadium's wild. So you go, yeah, do you get really back cool. there a lot? I, I think I, I listened to an interview with you, and you had you were visiting back then as well. But uh, yeah, do you get back often? Yeah, I try to come back like three or four times a year. I really love it, and like through my jujitsu career, I always come back here when I like run out of money or when I'm really homesick. So it's home base. I'll be like, uh, yeah, a free place to stay and like good people. So like a, a regroup, you know, now, yeah. now you, you let the cat out of the bag. You, when you tell people you're in Idaho, they're going to be like, Oh, she must've run out of money. <laughs> yeah. go back home. What, what's the training like yeah. there? You said you're at your friend's uh, Academy there. What's the, do you oh, get some good jujitsu good. training out there? Yeah, so particularly the last, since COVID, uh, the jujitsu has amped up a lot here. There's a lot of new schools, and also we have a group of black belts that we all train together. So it's just different guys from all the gyms, and we have group training. It's fairly inconsistent, but when we're, like, I guess when I'm here, I usually try to bring them together and get all the guys Mm -hmm. to come and train. So then it's like, it's the same amount of black belts as if you're in Atos or anywhere else. Yeah. I think about uh, eight black belts come and myself and a couple browns and purples. So it's it's a good room. It's a good room. And they're all from different schools. So they have different styles and different, you know, like so a lot of wrestlers here. So we got uh, a lot that, of that. Yeah, I was waiting to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, yeah. is the jujitsu good out there? I'm sure the wrestling is great mm-hmm. out there. Oh yeah, my buddy, Potatoes, uh, his gym. That, yeah, his gym <laughs> that I'm in right now. Um, he's he's my size. He's like uh, 150, and um, he wrestled since he's like five, so like 30 some years and 30 or 34 years or so. So he's a really good coach. He coaches like a high school here, and he's D1, and I learn a lot. So oh, yeah, yeah my I, wrestling gets much better. And then I have, I have a follow up question. So you've got yeah. a chance to train with loads of people from all over the world. Do you, do you think the baseline, like white belt out of the street, never, ever trained before, doesn't matter what they did in high school or whatever, just 
run-of-the-mill person that walks into the gym, is there a, a portion of the world or even just in the States, a portion of our country that has like the, like the hardiest, the toughest, just like, why is everybody tough here? You know what I mean? Like, um, I, th- I think I would say like the, like someone just to walk in the gym, you mean like some like good old boy from here or like, is that or, what you're or, saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, some surfer, like, like surfer dude in California like surfer, or the, or, 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 or like a mid, Midwest and, guy or like an East coast guy or, or girl or whatever. I'm just saying like generally, cause I, my, my wife's Midwestern and then like the women up yeah. there are hardy. They're, tough. they're hardier. Than the women down here in terms of just like. I don't know if like, I call my wife Hardy if she'd she'd be like. She's from the Midwest. No, she's from the Midwest. I don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot no, of women who'd like to be like, called Hardy. Like my wife's like mentally strong. Yeah. Like she's not weak at okay. all. Okay. You know what I mean? Are you backpedaling now? No, yeah, yeah. Now. Absolutely, he is. My, my wife's smoking. <laughs> my wife's smoking hot. I'm gonna listen to this. <laughs> my, my wife's smoking hot. <laughs> but, but I mean, she's, just re- like, she's a tough woman. Like when I she's heard, not scared when of getting I, her hands dirty. When I heard Hardy, yeah. I in the back of my mind, I don't know what movie I saw, I heard it in, but like when a guy calls a woman sturdy. Yeah. That's like hard. That's like it's like a, it's such an insult. I don't mean it in a physical form. <laughs> I mean it. Oh, I would just goodness. use the word tougher. It's not they a, grow. Uh, they I they're just, tougher here or there. And just just other things like the mannerisms, like getting dirty or you know or that, getting that wet. Train, or, that, we got so far away from jujitsu already. It's, no, it's that, that train derailed. <laughs> that that train derailed a long time ago. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna instant message his wife this little portion of yeah. the show when he called her hard. Yeah. I should I should oh, yeah. be I should be a paramedic. I'll never give up. Like on the person, you know. <laughs> I, I get the crux of his question. Where where, where are people tougher? Period. Here, out in, in oh, Boise, okay. California. I know you've been in yeah. in Florida, Japan. Like the average yeah. person, like you're like, damn, these white belts are tough. Let's say, let's call it white belts. Who has the toughest white belts? I want to say like the the Mexican, Colombian, like Latin American girls. The the toughest white belts I ever seen. Yeah, I I think the Brazil the Brazilian. Sometimes too, but like I, I just recently did a camp in Colombia, and I was like shocked by how tough the girls were just yeah. coming out the gate. Um, but I think I don't know if it's just like I don't know if it's here or there, or Florida. Like I, I'm not gonna bash like the Californians. I love living in California, but I do think it's like a, a level of privilege because I train, like I train in Brazil. I, I taught kids in Brazil. I taught kids in Australia and in France. And I feel that it wasn't so much of where they came from as like actually like their level of poverty, to be honest, like the kids who like grew up with nothing, like they fight so hard. The women too, like they're like, if I'm going to be here and I'm not going to be providing for my family or if I'm not going to be doing something to further my career, I have to give a hundred percent. Whereas someone like who has more privilege and has an easier life. My kids use it's it's like like, after school. It's just a thing they do. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I I just talked to my wife about that yesterday. We were talking about my parents and like my father came from Puerto Rico, used to run around naked, like playing in Puerto Rico because he had no clothes, no no shoes. Sounds awesome. And all he does, (laughs) right? Sounds Sounds like fun. But my dad is like, my mom complains about it all the time, but I don't think she realizes what she has. He, all he does is work around the house. 
it's like he wakes up, his yeah. job is taking care of the house. He's always been like that. He's been, he was a cop. He's been retired since I was like 16, 17 years old. Yeah. And his job was just always taking care of the house. And I told my wife, I said, that's because he had nothing when he was a kid. Yeah. And now he respects and he knows values how, he knows how to be poor. every single thing he's had. <laughs> and, and my wife, and, and my, excuse me, my, uh, my, my mom too, you know, she didn't grow up rich, but you know, she had, a, she had a hard life and she absolutely, you know, they, re, they respect everything that they have. So I don't know. I, I think like you're saying when, when they come from a, a place where it's poverty stricken or it's just, just they have a hard life. Struggle. Yeah, they're like yeah. you're gonna work. You're gonna work a little bit harder, not only to help feed your family, but kind of like you're trying to prove yourself. And you know, you yeah. want you want what you see that other people have. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the most part, here though, like the uh, the guy the guys who come into Boise, like come into jujitsu gym, I would see them as pretty tough. But that is because they've wrestled since they're five. Yeah. yeah. So it's like after six months, they're already like a pain in the butt for me because they're just like so, so tough. Like wrestling, you already have such a big, like a, such a background. And I feel like in California and maybe in Florida, they don't have that. They grew up playing maybe, I don't know, soccer. What What do you guys play over in hockey, Florida? Like you just catch that. alligators? A lot of roller skate hockey is very popular. Florida, what, it, what it's uh, oh, okay. football. Yeah, football. Big football. Big on fo- huge South, on football. South Florida is basketball. a lot of soccer. Soccer, soccer basketball. Yeah. Soccer. I'm from New York. It was lacrosse, gymnastics, soccer, football. but not... There's there's Lots some big wrestling football, football you know. High I wrestled school. in high school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrestling, wrestling was big on Long Island where I grew up. Yeah, I grew up okay. in Miami. Yeah, we had wrestling at Holy yeah. Cross too. Yeah. Yeah. So those guys are tough. So I mean, when, yeah. let, let's let's take a little bit of stuff. The whole time you were talking about it, I'm thinking I want an Atos Atos Boise T-shirt. Like with the Atos Boise Idaho, and instead t-shirt. of it being blue with the white, I want it to be like blue corn. with orange. <laughs> with corn, so like, it's Boise. instead of the instead of the sword. It's not sword it's not corn there. It's potatoes, <laughs> like, dude. Dude, stalks of corn would be. Great. Oh, is it, oh, is that what it is? Potatoes. Uh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's not Idaho corn. Potatoes. Idaho. You're thinking yeah. Midwest. Yeah, we we have potatoes, so it'd have to be like a potato <laughs> yeah. and Atos and like that truck that carries yeah. that big potato around. Yeah. In the, in the, it's a box, box of French fries. That's yeah. So let's go back. Freedom fries. When did, where did you? Where and when did you get your start in jujitsu? Um. So back to the beginning. Um. I lived in LA with a couple of guys who fought MMA. I rented a room from them, and I did like some stand up classes, some of their classes for about two years. But they were more like cardio, kickboxing type things. Mm-hmm. Um. And they would just mainly bring me along so I could be their wing woman so they could hit on women. This was my first, like, step into the Those MMA are smart men. You lived culture. with some smart dudes. Yeah. <laughs> the brain yeah. damage hadn't set in uh, yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, they were like, you should do jujitsu because you're, like, really clumsy and you'd do better, like, on the, <laughs> on the ground. They'll teach you and balance. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no. I was like, no, it's gross because, like, every week they'd come home with staff or ringworm or, like, something super nasty. But I learned now is because they were gross. Like, one of them would leave his training gear and mm-hmm. go and play video games for eight hours after he just did, like, sparring sessions. No. So he's just filled with other people's sweat. Yeah, so I realize it's not so much jujitsu. It's, like, the level of cleanliness <laughs> that person has. So For sure. They constant. Yeah, they had staff in ringroom all the time. And so I started to travel um, 
this, these were like two stories that, uh, kind of went together. Uh, but I started to travel. I sold all my belongings, my car and everything. And, um, I had the idea of jujitsu. I had started to do a little bit, like just learn arm bars and like more self-defense for this trip. And so I had done a little bit with a friend and like learned some things. And then as I started to travel, I played soccer growing up. So I was playing soccer and the boys in Argentina wouldn't play with me. I started to get really sad because I needed to do something active. I'm not just much of like a drinker. And so I wanted to do something other than just like work and look around at the city. And so I took some classes in Argentina, uh, some like nogi classes. And then when I got to Brazil, um, I was like, I'm going to do jujitsu. So I went to a gym, they got me a gi and I, I never looked back. So that was, um, fall in love right away. Were you like, did you know? Oh, I, I was obsessed. I was obsessed. Um, cause it's always, that was, yeah, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Finish your uh, your time frame. Yeah. I don't remember. I think that was 2011, 2012. Yeah. I was going to say, I love when I hear that because I, I just reinforces, we always talk about it. It's like, you're either you're in or you're out with there's, you. There's no casuals. Yeah, there's no like, eh, I kind of like this, let me try. It's like, I, I really feel the people that stay, it's just like, they fell in love immediately. They're just like, oh, I, I need to know more of this. We I all, need to learn this. We all have it I in mean, common. Yeah, like I mean, the guy, addicts, yeah, the guy, you know, the people that are like, well, I'll go one day a week. They just, you know, they're gone. They're, you know. A lot of people during COVID who weren't that into it, they haven't yeah. come back. It's my gyms, they've got people that still haven't even come back yet, you know. But um, there's a there's a lot of people here in Idaho who only come like twice a week, and I don't understand it. I've never seen that before. Yeah, if I go it's twice very, a week, it's very it's strange. I'm hurt. For- I I can you know? I can only manage like my family and my work and my jujitsu to only go three times a week. Yeah. So like that's oh, that's oh, just okay. what I could only yeah. do. And I would yeah. be there every single day if I could. Trust yeah. me, but yeah, that's just my schedule. But you schedule. have other obligations. Yeah, yeah, it could be that. Yeah, for sure. For I mean, sure. for me now too. It's I'm just giving an explanation uh, to yeah. like I don't get it. I was like, yeah. I, that's my no, life. No, yeah, yeah that's that's probably more, and especially here because it's not as like it's n- not as um, what's that word like it's not as popular as like California or Florida. So people are like, what are you going to? What's that weird class you go to five six times a week? Yeah. Like their families don't under- their families don't understand their wives don't understand. So say rest. So, yeah, you know, he's you've been training for how long now? Three. I'm coming up on three. three. I'm I'm coming up I'm coming up on nine years. So for me, a lot of it is injury. It's body. Yeah. I started when I was 41. I'm going to turn 50 this year. A lot of injuries, little back injury, blew out my knee before COVID came back, groin injury, you know, like it's something gets in the like way. Queen from, but in the beginning it was two hours a day, six days a week, easy or Saturday was probably three or four hours with like traveling to another gym, doing an open mat. But, um, yeah, it, it, it like just age and time has caught up with me and that's the main reason why I train less. But now I'm really, I, I kind of feel like I developed that pattern. If I'm not training jujitsu, I am going to the gym. I'm going to lift weights, trying to get my cardio better. Like, um, if it's not jujitsu, I'm doing something. I'm not just, just waiting for the next jujitsu class or, but I, I definitely have to, my best week of jujitsu is jujitsu train weights jujitsu weights jujitsu weights yeah, something like that that's what i'm doing two day, two back-to-back days of jujitsu these days is <laughs> my wife's got to push me much. out of bed with her foot yeah. she's like roll, roll. she has to help me roll out of bed in the morning uh, yeah. but, 
My, if uh, I do weight, if I put weights in between, then I'm 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 actually really good. I've been uh, then I've, you feel better. I've oh, been absolutely. getting really efficient. Like jujitsu does do that to you. It makes you more efficient with your time because mm-hmm. like I'm still not even sure if it's ego driven or not. But like I just want to be better. Yeah. You know, and then it's so it's like if I I train on Mondays and then on Tuesdays, you know. I do the whole family thing and then like everybody goes to bed and then I'll go watch the UFC contender series. <laughs> and then, but in be- so I have like a rule. It's like, I watch the round and while they're sitting down, getting fixed up between the round, I do something like, so I'll have my weights, I have my <laughs> yeah. weights laid out in the living room. So I'm like working out and stretching and then yeah, like, and it. then like if there's a, if there's a TKO, I'll do 50 pushups. My, you know, like. my house, my <laughs> living room, I have recovery devices all over the, the living room. Yeah. I have the chirp wheel. I have the, so at the, so right. I have the back, the, the, the massage gun. Um, That's I have the, bro. The, the foot stuff that, you know, I have the Thuracane. You get it into, I, I don't I, know what half those things no? are. Is that, oh, are the, you, is need, that, you need is them. Is that like a. It's a care package you get when you turn 50, yeah. right? <laughs> I have no, every uh, I have the device that you put around your neck and you put like on the door or you can hang it from, oh, the, I need that. from the railing the thing and then that you kind of you David lay down Carradine and it pulls, it pulls your that? neck out. I've got them all. I've got the inversion board in the garage. I it, there okay. every one of those things is a must and has its place. But like the mm-hmm. the so the soas though gets me through like the soas the so right. So right. So right is like What's the that? The so right, you What's haven't seen the so right? right? It's like a little piece of plastic. It's like looks like a U. Yeah, it looks like like that. Oh that's connected. yeah, yeah. I've they seen give it. them out mm-hmm. at the. I, I know they would try. I don't know if they were traveling with, but they were giving them out at the fight to wins to the competitors. Oh. They give them like the, the, the. There's like four or five different versions of the device now. There's one that but looks that's like amazing. A it's just a piece of plastic, but it just gets into every nook and cranny. From really meant for the soas in the front, but it's great for the back. Even then, I'll sit yeah. and watch TV with my neck on this hard piece of plastic, but it's just digging in, and I'll just watch oh, TV laying good. on the floor like that. It's, it's amazing. It's like that, and my, and I massage gun every morning and almost every night. That's how I yeah, make sure I, I get through. That's how that's how good jujitsu is. So, <laughs> tell, well, so tell us about your tell us about your injuries, Heather. <laughs> have you had you have every, you had the, all the major injuries? Everything, everything yeah. is broken. What's yeah. the, what's the worst injury you've had? Um, I think just like constant neck pain from always training and always like playing guard. And I, I'm really excited because I've kind of decided not to train B anymore. Ooh. And oh, wow. I, um, I mean, I'm gonna teach it some, and I'm gonna train every once in a while. But I'm really gonna focus on no game mainly because. My gi game was a guard that would get squashed and I have to train with, you know, like 200 pound guys and getting squashed and getting squashed and getting squashed. And now in no gi, I feel so like, I don't know. I don't get squashed. I just don't get squashed. You, someone can't like suck you in and hold you down. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. You so, can get away a little bit more, right? You can. Yeah. You can get away a little you. bit more. It's a faster game. Yeah. It's yep. a faster game. My passing is definitely better in no gi. There's less stalling. I love it. And in those stalling yep. positions is when somebody's doing the crushing and somebody's getting crushed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Deep yep. near side underhook. So, I, yeah, but I think everything. I think all of my ligaments have been somehow twerked in the wrong way. But <laughs> um, that's. I think that's why strength and conditioning is so important. And I think that's great. Like Milton, you're saying you do it every other day. That's fantastic because a lot of people forget about it and they're like only jujitsu. And I was like, yeah, but do you want longevity? 
Because if you're not doing strength and conditioning, you're not making those muscles stronger. You're not keeping like your tendons protected and you're just eventually going to shit out and everything's going to break. Yeah. So I, I think feel it's so super much, important. I feel so much better just the day after weight training. You know, again, I've trained yeah. jujitsu. I've done some weight training. That's going to help me with my jujitsu. But then I feel like my body has repaired. You know, I'm not I'm not doing crazy weights. I'm doing high reps. Yeah. But I'm getting in there doing something different where I was for a long time. I was I was taking coaches. My coach's advice is like, you know, you how do you get better at jujitsu? Do more jujitsu, you know, more jujitsu. Yeah. So yeah. it was it wasn't really uh, uh, there, there wasn't a lot of talk about the, the physical side. And I, I knew better on my own. But again, you get addicted and you're like, yeah. Go train, go do some, you know, can I, some bench yeah. or can I, I should go do some more jujitsu. And I fell into that. I'd rather do the jujitsu. So I've given that saying a lot of thought lately. It's like to all, everybody, all the best ones say, it. how do you get better at jujitsu? You do more jujitsu. There's a lot of truth in that. But then you say something like, yeah, but how much do you care about longevity? Yeah. So then it becomes like an equation of what you want it to be on the yeah. other side. It's how much jujitsu versus how much longevity do you want? But I think if you're gonna, you know, if you're, if you, you want longevity, you have to do both. If you want to compete, you have to do both. So I think it's, it's a natural part. But uh, I, it, I, it, they just go together. I, I mean, you, you're doing, Heather. You do, you, you have. Is it an app or you just offer like online training? Is it, is it jujitsu oh, yeah. and like, uh, and food? And are you guiding people through everything, or is it just one side of, uh, of, of the equation? The game. So it's it's actually everything. So. It's great for someone like like you guys who you want longevity, but you want to get better at jujitsu. You want to progress or it's great for a competitor. So I have both sides. My program offers. Oh, it's an online. It's an online coaching program. Okay. And I offer. Um, so we do nutrition. I have a nutritionist. Her name's Anna Catalina. She's amazing. Uh, she's from Mexico City. And you meet with her, you discuss like what you eat and she helps you find a good uh, meal plan to meet your macros and the things you like. Cause like, let's be real. We're not 20 years old. We can't eat whatever we want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but we also don't want to be so strict where we're like starving ourselves and not happy. So she yeah. helps you find a balance with that. And then you have a strength and conditioning program. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Electrum Performance. Um, Galval used it for a really long time. It's a strength and conditioning program. Well, he has an app, and I have that app incorporated into my program, so you guys get to do that, which it's incredible and super necessary for longevity. But not only that, but as an athlete, there's only a few athletes that I know that don't do strength training, and I think they're crazy. They're, there's only a few people who actually don't. Like Galval will say, oh, just train more jujitsu." but he's training two to three days a week mm -hmm. straight in his garage. So in his garage, exactly. Yeah. So I know the best, like uh Shawnee Hibero, he trained uh, Marcelo Garcia, all of these legends, like they'll tell you, Oh, just more jujitsu, but their strength training, you know? So mm -hmm. there's other components. I mean, I think when they say that it's because they have so many students that just like come in twice a week and are like, what's the magic way to get better? And you're like, just train more. Yeah. You I know, but this isn't for the person who's like really is putting in the work and needs to get better. Cause there's a lot of things that you need to do. I really recommend like yoga stretching. That's really important. And then I even set down this, like, I don't know if I have it in, offhand, but, um, I set down 
like guidelines for what I have all my students do. If they're a hobbyist, if they're a competitor, if they're a competitor that still has to work like me, I can't do four comp classes a week and four classes and work and open mats and my four hours of drilling and my three strength and condition and my two yoga. Like I have to give and take some time because I have to breathe and sleep and walk my dog. So my program helps people make a schedule that they're not cheating themselves, but they're like reaching their full potential. If that makes sense. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Balance. Balance is great. I'm curious. And things like, oh. oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. But just things like if I were to have you as my client, Miguel, like I would give you good drills that you could do during the week so that you could progress further. So you don't just feel bad about your three jujitsu days a week. So you could really find ways to excel um, in your jujitsu even though you're only going three days a week. Yeah. So instead of just doing like 50 push-ups, I would be like, okay, well, we can do these drills instead. Or you can have someone like come come to your house, do drills in your house. Like, I don't know if you guys have yeah. mats in your garage, but things like that. So Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I moved last year and my wife was great about it because she does a little kickboxing. She does more like the kind of cardio kickboxing stuff. So, you know, we have yeah. Miguel actually hung the bag and uh, we did a speed bag, a heavy bag. I have mats. Um, and yeah, it's like, she let me take up half of the, of a two car garage. So it's, nice. I have stuff so you have home. a little gym. And it's again, pretty sweet. But a couple of months into the move, after the move, groin injury. So can't kick the bag. Uh, I yeah. got, you know, again, then I got, got caught up with the training. Thank you to Feito IT and AV. Specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too at My Neutral Zone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box and give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. 
While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. I'm actually kind of curious because I know you're talking about it a lot. I know a lot of people that are doing it. There's like kind of, I guess it's the carnivore diet, right? You, you're eating like, you're Just, eating meat, well, meat and, and fruit and fruit. Meat, fruit, is honey. It called, is that the carnivore diet or it's a version of it? I don't, I don't know what to call it. I, I, I hear that as I had a heart attack six years ago. And when I hear just like a meat diet, I'm like, I don't know. Oh, just I would, meat, you know, though. oh my God, my heart. I feel like my heart just wants to explode right there. I don't think that's yeah. are, are you, how, how into the nutrition side are you? I know you said you have a nutritionist. How, how knowledgeable you are you about, you know, your own nutrition and do you do it yourself or do you have so. this person work for you as well? No. So I hired her because I see a lot of people like, especially black belts. This is my biggest pet peeve is give advice in, uh, in like an area that they don't know anything about or know little about. I know, of course I know a little bit about nutrition. Like I've been an athlete most of my life, but I'm, it's not my forte. So I hired someone to do that for me and for the people in my program. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, you just do this and that. Like, of course, you can research online. But this is someone who has done nutrition and gone to school for over seven years about nutrition. So that's why I feel like it's the most important for me. I don't like any fad diet. Personally, I just like to stick to good macros. And I do eat a high protein diet. Um, But I've also functioned really well when I was a vegetarian before. So I don't think it's necessarily one way or the other, but I, anything that's like a fad, like carnivore no, diet yeah, or no. keto, I, mean, we I don't, don't think know. I, I don't just, think I could eat just meat. No way. That'd be crazy. I, I yeah. we talked about that last week. Like I want to find, I, I, I think I found, I call it my relatively healthy diet. I eat, okay. if I'm eating meat, it's turkey and chicken. If I'm eating turkey and chicken, I try to, it's going to be organic. So I'm hoping that I'm not getting all the chemicals. I know there's arguments on both sides of that, but um, luckily my wife loves fruit. So the house is always filled with, we don't eat a lot of vegetables, but like a lot of fruit, a lot of protein shakes, but I drop fruit, broccoli, spinach into my shakes. Like, so again, relatively healthy, but I stopped at whole, I stopped at, uh, not whole foods is the other one, fresh market down here in Florida. And I got like sweet and salty, like nuts that are like covered in, like some of them are covered in sugar. Like, all right, I got an hour ride and I, and like, I like, that's my cheat, you know? So it's not bad, Yeah. but the thing that makes me lose weight is, is more of the intermittent fasting. I try not to eat after five. So I'm eating, I eat a lot during the day, two meals a day, big lunch. And then I really try not to eat anything till, you know, go to bed and until I wake up at seven in the morning again. So that's been the thing. If I stick to that, I could lose, I see on the scale, I'm losing a half a pound a day, you know, so. 
I'm always curious about that because you're, why are you fasting so much? Like, why not in the morning? And and right. why why not eating right after your training, like a protein shake, and then or yeah. like something light, like. It, and then fasting more in the morning rather than the night. For I'm me, it's I really don't like to. I feel uncomfortable if I go to bed with like food in my belly. So it's just I kind of uh, naturally okay. like kind of fell into that rhythm of like, oh, I'd rather yeah. go to bed on an empty stomach um, than like when I. It, my wife loves to go out to eat and I'm like, I know it, I know it makes us feel old, but we have like, it, we have to go out to dinner before five when I eat at seven, yeah. eight o'clock <laughs> and then I go to bed. I literally like wake up in the morning and my shirt is like, I'm sweating. It's AC, got the yeah. fan on, it's cold and I'm like sweating and I, I feel like I had a bad night's sleep and I eat, luckily like I have an adjustable bed. I have to like sit with the bed up cause I feel like I'm laying down, oh, like oh, the goodness. food's coming up on me, you know, like, so I don't yeah. know. I, I just fell into that pattern of doing it. And again, if I stick to it, I lose weight. If well, I stop doing and it and I eat at night, there's I There's actually gain. a routine for yeah. that. Uh, so two to three hours uh, minimum before you go to bed, you stop eating, right? And so you have three hours, two or three hours there. You have your seven or eight hours of sleep, and then you wait till lunchtime to eat. Yeah, I, I so, got to eat when I, when so I what, wake so up the in the morning. Got to have a coffee and in, food. Intermittent fasting, you have to have at least 14 hours of fasting for it to be intermittent. But I, I so. heard that that's not necessarily the best for women like because of like our My wife hormones can't fast. and just... Well, they just they had a lot of studies that show that it's not the best thing for women. But then again, there's a lot of women who do it and swear by it. I think... Just whatever you're doing to your body, as long as you see progression and you're not suffering to do it, yeah. that's why I always think, I think balance. That's the answer, like, yeah. So go go back yeah, because- go back to what you said though, like the fad that I feel like, and again, I know like Ray's doing it, you're doing it. I just don't feel the people that I know that are doing this thing right now, where they eat just meat and then fruit. I don't think that it's great. Okay, maybe it gets you to a place, but I feel like as soon as you stop and you go back to the carbs and like. It's yeah, gone. You don't want to go back I, to the carbs, though. That's yeah, the I, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't, I don't think that that's the case. I think people are going to go back to eating potatoes no, and rice and stuff like yeah. that. You know, and then and then it's like okay, but if it gets you to a point, uh, okay. Listen, if it gets you there, that's fine. I ju- I do but feel like it's like not up- something that's sustainable. I think I found a way that I could eat for the rest of my life. I eat healthy. Yeah, I cannot. Right? That's great. This is yeah. good for me. And again, hey, look, I've fallen off the wagon a whole bunch. You know, go for. Come home with an acai bowl at nine o'clock at night after practice for me and my wife because she loves acai. You know, I want to do something nice. That's healthy. Yeah. Now, That's a healthy. But, I, but again, now I'm eating right before I go to bed. You know, so it's I don't know. I, I've I've tried different ways, but that's been the thing. That's I mean, I've dropped twelve pounds in the last couple of months just off of doing it and being consistent with it. You know, so well, you uh, look you look fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm a bit I'm right uh, two thirty three now at my heaviest. I was two forty seven. In the past few months, at my heaviest, okay. so that's uh, to me that's that's a lot, you know. So no, it's hard, and as long as you're coming back, I think balance is, and like you said, like something that you can maintain, like longevity, balance. Those are things I really believe in. We're not 20 years old; we can't do like just whatever and have all the pounds drop off. Like we have to be consistent, and we have to do things that we can manage. So let's talk about ADCC. You were there? Did you go? Yeah. When yeah. We spoke yesterday. You really were driving fun. back from Vegas. Yeah, it was a good time. Overall sense of the entire event, what'd you think? Oh yeah, 
Um, I thought it was a great event. Um, on Sunday, I had a couple whiskeys because sitting in that <laughs> place for like 12 hours, yeah. I, I don't sit still well. That's why I do jujitsu, I think. Um, <laughs> but it was a really good show. It was put on really well. Um, I The only thing I would have liked to see is like a schedule so that I could have picked what I wanted to see. I did. They ended up posting one on like Seth Daniels page, but not one on the ADCC. So I was like looking, looking, and I was like, where's the schedule? And someone's like, oh, it's on Seth's page. And I was like, how does that make sense? You know, so like the only thing for me I would have liked to have seen like something so I could be like, I had a car so I could go at this time, come back at this time. I want to see the girl fights. I want to see my professor. I want to see some of my friends who are fighting. Yeah. But I don't have to see I mean, I love jujitsu. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't not watch every single match. Like I have to eat. I don't want to. <laughs> I want to be there from two to one to the end of the Galvao fight, the the Ryan Galvao fight. I watched yeah. the entire day. Now I did like fall like kind of fall asleep a couple of times, <laughs> but my <laughs> wife, I told my wife, I said, "This is the uh, this is Jiu-Jitsu Olympics." You gotta let me watch mm-hmm. this. And they crammed it in two days. And I, I didn't, want, <laughs> but I, I watched this. all day. I didn't watch. I, I I did watch a little bit on Saturday as well, but I not. I wasn't as consistent with it. But then Sunday, I was just like the whole yeah. day, and my wife was just like, I, and she left me alone. She let me do it. I she knew how. Like to her, I said, "This is partially. I'm a fan." And it's like I was studying, like I was, you know, these yeah. are people that yeah. we're going to ask on the show. And these are people that, you know, I wanted, I want to remember this and know I, when we talk about ADCC in 2022 that I could, you know, see it and talk and about also, it intelligently. Man, also, it amazing. the high caliber amount of people that were there and it, it almost like this ADCC really felt like a passing of the guard yeah. from old jujitsu oh to God, the new the, blood in jujitsu, like the Rotulo brothers, was, Baby Shark. Oh yeah. Uh, I, like, I, I invite, I sent an invite okay. to like their, all three of their pages. They have a page together and their two pages. I, yeah. I threw out the they invite. They comment back on. sometimes on my yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. They're funny. How about those Rotolos? Oh my God. I, oh, they're I mean, amazing. Seventh. Yup. World. Uh, you, you, I'm sure you've had an opportunity to roll with them. Oh yeah. I rolled with them uh, in all the belts and they've always been great, but I think it was like when they got like, I guess, man strength, I would yeah. say. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a really because, yeah, because, man, like, they've always been so good, so talented. They work really hard. They're really nice boys. Like, I'm really happy to see them on on that level, and they really deserve it because I see a lot of guys, and I feel like – and they're, they're boys where I don't feel like anything was really handed to them. Like, they they had to work hard, and, and I, I just think it's amazing. They're just such great people, and they're so talented. How about that heel hook on Mika Galvao? He dove- oh, I was – Dude, I was trying to replay, like, I watched it over and over again because we watched it in real life and we watched everything. Like, he dove we watched under the leg. Almost, yeah. He dove under the leg, but it was like his, he had to clear the knee line first a little bit of his knee line first a little bit so his yeah. knee wasn't trapped. And then Mika just weaved his foot in in the wrong side and K just like, boom, it was done. He almost like figure four so locked his leg. Like it almost looked like a weird calf slicer position. Like it was like almost like well, reverse so, lockdown, like on his hip. Well, uh, Mika? Yeah, like Mika's leg entanglement like looked really oh. weird. Like the way they were facing away from I each think, other. I think he was trying to isolate the knee and get the heel hook. 
And then Kate just kind of slipped the knee through, and then that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Now I'm. I, I he, brought, he brought it. He brought the heel from his his inner armpit to his outer armpit, and he dove like under, and then came up. It was so wild. No, no, but I was saying like what it was how Mika set up his leg entanglement that he brought his leg inside when I think if it had been outside, it would have been safe and From, Cade would have had to escape. But I got to watch it again. Now. Yeah, it's gnarly. How how weird was it to watch Ty with Ty, right? Ty with with Josh Hinger. Right. Uh, that was, yeah, that, that was that was rough. Like that, first round, really? That, like that's really hard. And essentially, his coach was as he like was he his coach at, yeah. at points, right? He's not a training partner. Like no. he must have been his coach at points. No, like in classes. No, no. I he's don't a, think he's a Josh competitor, was right? ever his. Yeah, then I don't think that he's ever oh, like been that there. Josh coach. doesn't like run any classes at, at Atos and stuff. I, I think he used to run the white belt classes, okay. but I think that he's just. I'm not sure because I've been traveling myself for the last like year teaching seminars. I think that Josh was just teaching seminars because you make okay. so much more money. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I think because honestly, the people who run the class are Galvao and nobody really believes this, but Galvao teaches like almost all the classes. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Rolando teaches some and Michael Liera used to teach a bunch. Dom Bell teaches some. And for the last for the last year or so, I've been teaching seminars, so I haven't. Yeah. I've only come back to like train for. Still I don't know, hard a week to watch two like two training time. partners, though, right? Especially from yeah. your own team. Well, that's how I yeah. felt watching Nikki. Uh, I'm not Nick. Yeah, Nick Rodriguez versus um, Gordon Ryan. I was like, okay. But, but they're not training partners anymore. Anymore, yeah. yeah. But I mean, he brought them up. I mean, could you imagine? That'd be like, but yeah. I mean, you're you're professor about, white you know, belt. when we talk about Ty and Josh, they still train together. Like, exactly. That's they still, still on the same together. team. There's no rivalry there. That had to be hard. That yeah. was, it was a tough match. What, what a tough match. What a great match. It was. It was. Yeah. It's hard. It was hard for me to like knowing like, you know, that's heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's and tough. you know, you're the, and he, the you know the older guy as the older person. You know, you've got to. You know, really put it on yeah. this amazing kid. And, and I don't know how I don't know how close they are, but even if they're not, like, it still sucks because it's your teammate. Yeah. Like, and then pe- people say things about closing out. Like, it's hard in in this instance when it's like for a world title or for ADCC. Of course, you're not going to. But then they have little tournaments like, let's say, the Boise Open. Like, why do you want to fight your training partner for a dinky $5 medal that I, nobody pays you, nobody sponsors, nobody, like, you nobody gives a shit? You paid. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely I harder. Yeah. I paid, yeah. yeah. That's definitely harder, but uh, is it... I agree with you 100%. If, you know, I mean, you using, you're saying, like, the Boise Open. Is there, you know, are there actually events out there, and, and how big are they? How many competitors, you know, actually come out? Is it is it a small event, or and is I, it still like, hey, we got people coming in from, you know, far and wide? The IBJJF no. Boise Open is big. IBJ, uh, yeah, it's okay, but it's not like, so, it's not like something that you want to fight your friend over. Like, I think... For me, I would never go in a division with my friends in a, like a small tournament because I wouldn't want to fight my friend for, for nothing, but for something, yeah, for something like ADCC trials, ADCC, 
worlds, Pan Ams, like you, I don't personally, those ones, like those are big titles. So yeah, I mean, it just depends. And when they went against each other, uses, yeah, everyone uses that as a, as a good example, but yeah, they're, they're brothers. I'm sure there's some sibling rivalry. Like when you want to fight yeah. your brother, but I don't think they would have done that at Anaga is what I'm saying. Like at, definitely, that, definitely. at that event, <laughs> at that event, didn't they, that's when they got their black belts, right? <coughs> they were brown. After that, I, I think after that, it was I think right so. after that. Yeah. They got their black belts right after that. And yeah, because it, it was worlds and they weren't going to close out final at worlds. <laughs> Yeah, they freaking went. They they know the the people the people want to see it, and they're definitely like they're fun. They're a good show. They're they're great to watch. So yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna fight each other at a naga for sure. That's a good. I watch them how they move, and I'm just like, oh, right there, I would have twisted my ankle. Oh, there, right there, my knee would have got blown out. I'm like, how are they? How are they moving like this? And even I think it was great. Kate, Kate came out with like. His knee wrapped towards the end, right at the during the last match, you know. Yeah. So it's like I'm like, okay, so yeah, they do get injured too. They are Seven, human. Yeah. Seventeen you years know? old. Oh, they're human. Yeah, <clears throat> crazy. They're, they're nineteen, nineteen, I think now. Yeah, they're nineteen. Oh, 19 now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh they God. beat Mendez. He beat Mendez, right? Because it was an AOJ record for the world's youngest ADCC champion. Yeah, he's yeah. And now it's Cade. Who was it before? Uh, Javi Mendez, Mendez brothers. Uh-huh. From AOJ. Yeah. Dang. I think he was beat the him. youngest. Yeah, was the youngest. Yeah. And Cole Abate yeah. would have was, been would have been the youngest at 17. And then whoever won the match between Mika and Cade would have been the youngest. Yeah. Because Mika's also younger yeah. than Mendez when he won it. Yeah. The yeah. record was getting broken oh, no matter what this year, but it went to Cade. And Mika was is Mika younger than the boys? No, no, I think he's a little bit older, but he was still been younger than Mendez. Just he got his his black belt at nineteen. He should be twenty. If he's not twenty already, he's about he's about to be twenty. I think he is twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I think he would. Uh, that's what I was saying about the passing of the guards, like the this new wave of jujitsu that's coming up. No yeah. pun intended. Oh but yeah. I think that's kind of like what they mean by it. <laughs> So we did get a couple of listener questions, and uh, the first okay. one that I'm going to read you is from Yvette Wong. Uh, it is we, we talked about this a little bit already with with dieting and training, but she says, "Okay, message for Heather Woods: What's your BJJ training diet and outside training like?" So obviously, again, uh, you know, outside of jujitsu, so weight training. You mentioned yoga, things like that, but maybe you can go into a little bit more detail for her. Yeah. Um, so my week. Um, I haven't wrote my schedule for this week, which would have been nice. So I could just share it with you guys, but my food for the, for most days is I try to eat about 160 grams of protein, um, which is still really hard for me. And then, um, I don't have my ratio right now, but I eat, uh, healthy carbs. So I don't eat gluten. Um, right now is like upsetting my stomach. So I eat like sweet potatoes, rice, and some veggies and fruit, just like, I guess, normal food, but with good, good, um, percentage. I have a meal plan made, so I try to stick to that, but sometimes I'll just switch out the proteins. Um, you know, some people, they can eat the same thing every day. I can't do that. Guilty. I don't like it. I get I bored. Too. I love I it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, yeah, I want like I blame I the want army. something good. <laughs> I like a lot of variety in my meal that yeah. in that sit down, but I can mm-hmm. eat that same thing almost every day. Exactly. Oh yeah. Like lots of egg whites I, I with mean, turkey. Like that's a big thing for me. I could eat that a million different yeah. ways. Brown rice and turkey on like a salad. I could eat that every single day. I've again really? I found I found oh, things no. that I like that again, that's why I say like I could eat like this for the rest of my life and be happy. I they, I you actually found, really you like found your forever stuff. diet. I found my forever <laughs> diet. Now again for me oh, it's four about the time of day. But but go ahead. So yeah, yeah I, I'm actually curious. You mentioned like Obviously, like, you know, you, you're doing this, you're, you're a professional. Do you, you say you, you write down, you normally schedule like your week of training out. Like I'm going to be doing this on this yeah. day and this on that day. Do you really, it, it goes that far for you? She's busting the phone out. Let me, let me find it. <laughs> so let, let me, me get my schedule. I'm going to find, well, I haven't, I usually try to write my schedule for each week. So I haven't wrote my schedule for the next, the next week, but, um, okay. So this is. This is what I wrote out and this is what I kind of go by for my my students and for myself. So a full-time athlete. So this is what I try to do for myself on a regular week, especially when I'm not working or I'm just working. I have my online business and I I, I don't know if you, you guys probably don't know this. I do like eyebrows and eyelashes and stuff. I, I knew that. <laughs> I like the page. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. I think I did. Um yeah, I so this this wasn't this wasn't I wasn't able to do this when I lived in San Diego because I had my own studio before COVID. Um, I had an eyebrow studio with another woman and it was amazing and I would do microblading and uh, lash lifts and a whole bunch of stuff. So I really didn't have time to do this, but um, this is what I do now. So uh, I do four comp classes a week, which in Idaho I can't always find comp classes, so I'll have to build that up with extra rounds afterwards. So I'll like do a class and then I'll just beg people to roll with me for like another hour after I'll do four regular classes. I'll do three, one hour drilling sessions, and then I'll do three to four lifting sessions, which to be honest, I'm very bad at. I usually get in two to three and then I'll do three yoga or stretching a week. So if I can't make it to a yoga class, I'll just stretch in front of like the TV or outside in the backyard with my dog. And then I try to hit up an open mat just because I feel like jujitsu should still be fun. And I always like, I like to always just have a time where I don't have to be like super serious or focused. Are you good? Are you, so, do you like having somebody like hold you accountable to that? Like, like a coach? Like my wife hates just training on her own. She's like, she likes to go to classes where she's for do this, do this, do this. And it's like work out for an hour, hour and a half. Me, I'm like, I love to do it by myself. I'm disciplined enough to go to the gym, yeah. to run, to do the, you know, to, to do the little things that I'm going to do. Which do you prefer? Are you like a, so, a, a, a um, an eagle all by yourself or do you need somebody, you know, helping enforce the rules? Um, so this is hard because Inatos Galvao has so many students and I feel like it's hard for him to, it's kind of a, it's a school where they give you all the tools you need to succeed and you have to have a lot of like, um, self-motivation. So in that sense, it was, no one was really like, Heather, come to class or this or that. Like kind of the girls would be like, Hey, we need you. Like I have a competition coming up. But it was also part of uh, a constant lifestyle where I never stopped, where I would just like wake up at 6 a.m. I would hit one to two classes lifting and work and be in bed by 
12, somehow walking my dog and feeding myself. Um, I don't know how, but, um, now in Idaho, it's a little bit harder. And when I travel, it's a little bit harder. Like I can get in roles, but I find it hard to be consistent in my lifting and stretching. Those are hard things. And I've asked multiple times, like one of my best friends here, he's, he's my wrestling coach and he owns one of the gyms in Boise. And I told him like, Hey, I need you to like coach me. I need you to be, be like bossy and, and make sure that I'm held accountable. But I think he's like maybe slightly scared of me. because <laughs> He's like, do you want to come to wrestling? I'm like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> and then he won't, he'll be like, okay. So, um, I really, I feel I have to hold myself accountable. I, I think it'd be nice to have someone push me sometimes because especially when I come back to Idaho, I can feel myself be a little bit more lazy. And mainly that's because I feel that a lot of, I guess the people here are as driven with jujitsu. And so a lot of them are like, Oh, we'll train, you know, a couple of rounds, but I, if somebody else, it's my ego. Let's, let's be real. It's my ego. And autos, um, let's say my friend, Amanda Bruce, she's a brown belt. If she rolls 10 rolls, I want to roll 10 rolls because I want to be better. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So it's more of, a, I, I feel like it may be an ego that drives me to work harder, but, um, <laughs> I did pretty good this last camp for master worlds and, and doing it here in Idaho. So I was very proud of myself because I stayed consistent the whole time. Congratulations, by the way. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Support for today's episode comes from Vincero Collective. If you aren't familiar with Vincero yet, they make exceptionally crafted and stylish watches at affordable prices. Other premium handcrafted watches have insane markups, but you can now finally own a high quality and lasting timepiece without going broke. The best part is listeners of the podcast are getting hooked up and can save even more with the biggest discount that they offer. So if you're looking for the perfect accessory to help elevate your lifestyle, for a limited time, you get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with our exclusive code JJD at VinceroCollective.com. And you were just saying you... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just walking through the shop at work and you know I work with around a lot of like big heavy materials and stuff like that. <laughs> I banged it up against a steel chest, actually, and it, the the glass or whatever it's made of. Not only that, it didn't nick oh. it. Or, it didn't nick it or stretch. Yeah, <laughs> oh. hey, totally. We did good. set that up. Yeah, no, it it held up. I went to dinner with my family on Saturday. Yeah, my brother-in-law sitting across the table. He's like, "Hey, man, you got a really nice watch," and I'm like, "He's like, oh, let me see." I put my hand across the table. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, he's like." Boom, he puts out his watch, Vincero. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm like, and I'm like, not because you saw the show. He's like, no, I had this already. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. what, that's oh, cool. That's man. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, like, yeah. if I looked through their site, obviously, um, after, you know, we got him, yeah. and uh, there's some nice stuff. Yeah. He had, a, he had, like it a makes black... you, it makes you want to dress nicer. Like, <laughs> I think the, the watch is nicer than anything that I own. So now I got to, like, upgrade the everything else to match the niceness of this <laughs> that was that's absolutely absolutely hilarious because i have not worn anything dress related throughout like the entire covid yeah like i put on i haven't worn my brown shoes that i normally wear like yeah. to go out or to go to work i put on like nice pair of jeans a uh, a button down 
my I rolled up my sleeves, had my watch on. I was like, I look good. Yeah. And it was the first time I did it. I actually, that is the absolutely watch, true the for watch me. Has it made, made me. me <laughs> it made me go. I want to wear my watch. The closet. I want to wear my watch. Yeah. So I, I got dressed up. Yeah. Had iron stuff. Yeah, man. It was, again, coincidentally, you know, again, my brother had it. So I, I mean, I love the watch. Uh, I've, I've only worn it a few times. I, um, like yeah, you said, you're wearing you it to work. I'm not, site? I'm not really wearing it like during the day. I work from yeah. home for the most part. So like, I'm not wearing jewelry or anything in the house. Yeah. So it's just been like, if I've gone out and I've gone out twice now. I gotta have a watch at work, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you like it, man. I do. Thanks for sharing. So once again. They can only offer this big discount for a limited time, so don't wait or it'll be too late. Get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with code JJD at VinceroCollective.com. Support our show. Use the code, and it's JJD, at V-I-N-C-E-R-O Collective.com. I guarantee that you're going to find something that fits your style, so shop Vincero today. Let's get back to the show. Ah, thank you. And then, um, and then I just wrote it down for like athletes who have to actually work. So, um, just anyone else is like two comp classes, five regular classes, uh, three, one hour drilling sessions, two to three lifting and one to two yoga. And then so hobbyists, which is basically you guys, I mean, I don't know if you compete, but that's basically what you do. Uh, three to five regular classes, one hour drilling or two thirty minutes, two lifting and two stretching. So that's pretty much what you guys do, right? I'm a hobbyist for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot more than Damn, I do. I felt, I felt, I felt like an athlete for a second till, till I saw when I hear it like that. It sounds like a lot more until she read off the athlete. I thought I was yeah. doing a lot. I was like, damn, I feel pretty good about myself. She started just like, I was like, I'm not doing any of that. No, but there, there's definitely something to be said for like overtraining. And I've seen this a lot. Like, for example, I have a friend in Mexico. It's my friend's wife and she trains, five, she does MMA. She trains five classes per day. Like this is including her, uh, boxing, her wrestling, wrestling comp training, her sparring jujitsu in the night beginner and her lifting and her jujitsu advanced. So I would see her in the gym from five to six hours per day five days per week and she's a mom i don't know how she does it and i think like she i think i tell her she overtrains but there's overtraining is a real thing yeah like there's a there's a point where you're breaking your body and i don't feel that you can retain that much information so sometimes i actually do better when i do a little bit less because i feel like i can retain the information if that i think a lot more people are talking about that now you, you need to rest Eight hours of sleep at night. I mean, even the UFC sure. has gotten on its fighters about, yeah, you know, cutting weight. Now they have to be, you know, they actually have to have a doctor, you know, uh, check in on them the week of a fight, you know, while they're cutting. I mean, it's just a different world. And yeah, I think every the world recognizes that the body will heal itself if you allow it to, yeah. to rest. And if you're, to rest, I yeah. mean, you're saying you're training five training sessions a day. Right. So we, I hear that that's five hours. That That's at least five hours. A training session is usually going to be an hour. Right. For the most part. Yeah. And that's five About hours five of training six. every single day. That's five, yeah. it's a job. That's. You know, yeah. Shit. I hate but sitting at a it. desk for five hours. And I, that sounds like a better job. No, right? yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll take, take getting choked I'll and punched I'll in take, the face for work, five hours. I work more than five hours a day. So I'll take the five hour gym a day schedule. Yeah. If I only could I could that. turn back the clock. <laughs> 
Like if that was yeah, but I feel I feel like when I break this up, like when I'm doing this, is it it doesn't come out too bad. It's basically taking off two full days a week, and I can have like two full days of recovery where I can like hike and hang out with my dog and do my stretching and then. Sometimes I have to lift on my rest day because I didn't plan well or I decided I wanted to hang out with friends. So, I mean, it, I, I feel like it's actually not as much. It sounds like a lot, but if it is your job, it's it's really not. No, yeah. It's too much. I agree. Yeah, talk, it's just hard on the it. body. Talk to us a little bit about the seminars. People can just reach out to you on Instagram if they wanted to book you for a seminar or do, do you yes. have a, a, anybody helping manage that for you? No, so I hired an assistant and it didn't work out. So, um, <laughs> IG, I need, I, I need an assistant. No, um, so everyone is welcome to message me. I do, I do try to do seminars in like the area that I'm in because as we get older, it's exhausting to like fly somewhere for like three days and fly back. I, of course, if someone's like, oh, come to New York and, I'll go. But, um, for example, in the fall, I'm going to be in the Portland area. So I'm going to be teaching in Northern California, Portland and Washington, and I'll be able to set that, set a schedule up slowly and then I'll have slots to open. So if people want to reach out to me on IG or, or you can write me on my website, whatever works. Yeah. Good hiking up there. What's that? It's like good hiking up good there. Good hiking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm super excited, and all my friends there have dogs, so I hope that my dog can get along with their dogs. And yeah, it's gonna get. I'm, all I'm super weird. stoked. Okay, we have we have another yeah. question. <laughs> I have okay. another question for you. This is from Livia Everhart. It's uh, her IG is Sauce BJJ. I know she's here in Florida. What is the one thing no one ever told you about jujitsu? but you really wish someone had? Uh, That's a good question. She's uh, she's in her teens. I think she's probably under 16 still. Maybe 13, 14. Um... Yeah, that that helps. That helps because... She's a younger younger girl. Yeah. Oh, the camera followed me again. Whoops. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's been doing it, but it's doing it in a good way. Before it was like zooming in on your face. Ah. <laughs> uh, it does follow okay. you though when you go this way, which is cool. It keeps you centered. Um. Yeah. Okay. Jujitsu. I I just feel that I wish someone had given me. Like I don't know how to describe this. It's kind of what I provide in my program, but like taught me how to train smarter taught me how like how necessary it was to lift um how to run my social media how to network in jujitsu um i think a lot of those things are really important i didn't know about a lot of tournaments in the beginning my first like two years of jujitsu i just traveled around like blindly believing everyone who teach me anything and i think um I think it's good to just have good people to study your size and always try to like, for example, if she's small, if you're small um, and you want to watch someone like Maisa Bastos and you're like, okay, she has a really great game to study her or to just study jujitsu and the people who match your body type in your game. 
So there's a lot I wish people had told me. I don't think I can just pinpoint one thing. I feel like, especially when you're about the, you train about the same amount of time as me, Milton, it's like, I feel like back then when we first started, like I trained a little bit longer than you, but there wasn't as much information. And we would watch like DVDs on, or VHS on Jiu-Jitsu. Remember that? No, that's before my time. I'm I'm only in nine years. Uh, I was I got right on YouTube. I was bringing my iPad to to practice, and my coach would be so pissed off. I'd be like, "Can we? Can you show me this move, Coach?" He finally gave in and just started doing it because he knew I wasn't going to stop. Now you could do your own. Yeah. Res- you could do yeah. your own research, pretty much. Now I was already at yeah, yeah. At, uh, when I was forty one. Yeah, gonna, I'm forty nine, going to be fifty. I started right before my forty first birthday, and it was okay. I, from the. It was YouTube all day, every day. Breakfast, yeah. YouTube. My wife would come down. My girlfriend at the, the time, she'd just be like, "Really? You still you're watching more YouTube?" I'm like, so "Haven't you had enough?" And I'm like, "I just needed." The info I was I yeah. was addi- I was addicted in the beginning, very much. Same. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, like so, the, yeah, what you were saying, all those things. You're saying like VHS is that flow of information. You know, like when she went and somebody caught her in a move, she couldn't just go in the car and Google it. Yeah, like that's <laughs> five I, minutes. I can't tell yeah. you. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. I was like, "What was that?" And they'll be like, "Oh, like the you know, as a white belt or whatever." I was like, "What was that?" I was like, "Oh, that's a, you know, that's a calf slicer or whatever." And I'd be like, yeah. I never heard of that before, but yeah. I could just go straight to the mat and just go defending caps. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's like, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I do that all the time. Cause I, it's, that's, I honestly think that's how you get better. You should do that. You should go like, that was really nice. What is that move called? Yeah. And then yeah. go Google it. Yeah. And then go Google how to defend it. Now you did get, <laughs> exactly. you did get your, ba- your, your black belt from, from Andre Galval, right? I got my brown and my black from and you, him. Okay, very good. That's when did yeah. so? I went, wh- where did you train before I went to that? Atos. I went to Atos as a purple belt. Okay. Oh my goodness! So I trained um, all over. So I trained in uh, Bering in Rio. I trained in a Gracie Baja in Maceo. I trained in uh, Trump de Elite, something like this, in France. Oh, I wow. trained in um, Wait, here in Boise, uh, all, all, all the gyms. In Australia, I trained with Liv and Lockie in Absolute MMA. Um, I trained in, um, I'm trying to think, so many places. So many, so many gyms. Do you, think it, do you, think you speak yeah. any of those languages now? Do you speak Portuguese? Uh, do, I, do I speak any of those languages? I, I speak well, Portuguese. Do you, do you speak French? <laughs> How long were you in France? Um, <laughs> I was in France for three months. I took four months of, or four years of, of French in, in junior high, junior high to high school. And I can say, uh, Je m'appelle Heather. Qu'est-ce que vous voulez boire? Um, I'm, my French is terrible. My Portuguese is really good and my Spanish is really, really bad, but I'm really trying to learn Spanish. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's a, oh my gosh, I feel bad. Like not naming all the schools. I trained in a a ton of schools. I trained in a a school in the South of Brazil. It's called drill BJJ now. Um, I trained in a bunch of schools here in Idaho, which are, like I said, great and growing a lot. Um, do you think there's an advantage all over the world? Do you think there's an advantage to, to to you having to gone to you having to been experienced to all those schools through those those uh, developmental BJJ years 
or like or um, no difference no i i no i wish i would have like if i obviously we we don't want to like change the course of history the butterfly effect or whatever but um i would have rather have learned my basics in one gym and then gone on to travel as like a purple belt because just looking back even as a brown belt, I would go places and black belts would be like, and this move works like this. And in my mind, I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, that's not functional. And so <laughs> there's a lot of places where I went where just didn't have like maybe the best instruction and I wouldn't know the difference. So I think it could have been detrimental to my learning in such a young age because I didn't really understand jujitsu until like the end of blue belt. And now I can see, even as a brown belt, I can see black belts that don't understand jujitsu. Like they don't, they couldn't look at a move and see if it functions. They, they don't understand how the body mechanics work. They don't understand different sizes and what works for one person won't work for another person. And they don't understand like angles and balance and inside space. And they don't understand jujitsu. So it's very strange for me. What, like, it's weird to think for me, what I, could have learned better if I had been like more graduated traveling instead I traveled through white and blue all over the world so I think it would have been better if I had kind of done it a little bit opposite and that's why it's really nice traveling now because I like to go places and I took a class the other night in Salt Lake and I was like this is interesting like I don't often take classes in smaller gyms and it was a good class but like as a white belt, I wouldn't have known if it was a good class or not. I would have just known jujitsu and it's a black belt. So it must be good. That was my perception then. So I think when I came to Atos, I had a lot of gaps in my game, but I also knew a lot of things that the girls at my belt level didn't, but I was very choppy, if that makes sense. Like yeah. there was a lot of holes. So yeah. It all came together. Yeah. You're able to piece it together now. I've, I feel like it came together. I do okay. I think that gold medal yeah. that you just got is pretty positive. Uh, yeah. Not just got, got it, Actually, got again, not, again, true. and again. <laughs> yeah, and now I gotta get some some more titles at black belt. Like that's part of my five year. I made a five year plan, and right now I just need to do a couple more black belt titles, and then I can kind of start to move on and find something else to do in life. How long have you been a black belt? Uh, a year, about a year. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. And I don't have too many things to show for it. I got third at nationals. I got, uh, first in the Boise open absolute. Mm -hmm. And then I got, I think I lost for fourth in the North Carolina. So I didn't win. So that's not even a medal. That was probably going to be a coaster one day. I usually like cut off the ribbon and then put little sticky tabs on my <laughs> default medals. And then I use, I use them for like the coasters. my coasters. coasters. I'm so not going to hang you're, up. You're a, hungry. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to hang up a medal that I didn't win, but, um, I, I don't like, dope I feel statement. bad to throw it in the trash. What? <laughs> I said, that's a dope statement. I'm not hanging up a medal. Yeah. I didn't, that's how I felt. I did that, uh, that invitational way, way back in the day at fight sports where it was just only in fight sports. Yeah. And like, there was nobody in my division and they're like, oh, you got to get on the podium and take a picture. And I was like, <laughs> bro, I don't want to do this. I wouldn't have done it. Did you do it? Did you wind up doing it? I took the picture. Took yeah, the picture? I, no. that was a no. good sport. 
And then and then all I did was just like I immediately took off the metal. I yeah. got out of my okay. yeah. It's just like oh, I asked to go in a different division just to just get at least one yeah, match. Get, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's kind of weird. And then but yeah, like that feeling. It's not a good feeling. Yeah. I don't understand the people who do that. For me, is like, if it's like, okay, you can do every once in a while. I understand, like, maybe marketing, I guess. But for me, it's very strange. I I see a couple of people who post constantly medals that they didn't win because no one showed up, and and especially there's some there's a few females who do this, and I'm like, man, why didn't you just fight me? Yeah. There was one time at the San Diego Open where one girl went to Masters Division where nobody was, and I was like, dude, why didn't you just do the nogi in adults, and then you could have fought me in the Open class, and I would have loved to have fought you. I would have loved to have had a match, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. kind of pissed me off, so. I, they should I, be coasters. They shouldn't be pictures. I, rem- I remember somewhere around, like, Blue Belt, I got hip to the whole, like, people being like, I'm a world champion in oh, yeah. some obscure event. Like I won That's the not. state. I'm the state oh. champ. I've, I've jokingly posted like this, <laughs> that, that one, that one invitational. I said, I am the toughest one ninety five pounder that is thirty six years old. That is also just a blue belt that <laughs> that showed up at this only event showed up to this event on this day. I, in this time in history, I'm not like, gonna, I'm not gonna throw him under the bus, but they made uh, but, me take the picture, so I knew they were gonna post we, it. We so both know somebody like, who yeah. is uh, he he uh, never fails to bring up his Florida State Championship. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like he had two matches, and he's was the blue belt state champ. Yeah, there you go. Like, wow, right, I get it. This yeah. wasn't IBJJF. <laughs> even some IB, even it's some funny. IBJJF medals are just kind of like. Yeah, well, I mean, but this, no, I got hip to the whole thing of when they're like, oh, I'm a three-time world champion yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah. in New Breed. You, you know, learn okay, the quality. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute. But I, yeah. but I didn't know when I walked into my first studio and all the all the There's medals also, were on the wall that, you know, the, the local event, there were local events. It wasn't like yeah. truly. There's also black belts You went like to that. the world. Like, Somebody says, I, I'm a black belt. And you, the, for the follow-up question, unless you're, unless you know the person is, what school? Yeah, under who? And then you yeah. say Atos and they go, oh, oh. yeah. You uh, know, yeah. you say Marcelo Garcia, they go, Pff. You, know, yeah. you say Jocko Willick, yeah. you go, Ugh. you yeah. say something like, uh, uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Perez. <laughs> Uh, in if there's a know. Jeffrey Perez, out so there's there. even there's even that, and you could be a really really good black belt. Uh, my bad, Jeffrey Perez, black belt somewhere. <laughs> and uh, like, I don't know who Jeffrey. Perez no, I just made the name up. I just made it up. But just in oh, case, okay. just but in case, definitely there's a, a Jeffrey Perez who's a black belt so, who's yeah. gonna okay. somebody's gonna like, tag him hey, and be man, like, I'll whoop your ass. Yo, man, they're talking <laughs> shit about you on the jujitsu dummies. Little dumbass up here. I'll show you what's up. Yeah. Hey, it's Jeffrey Perez. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it could be that. So we do this little segment at the end of uh, every episode, Heather. This is called the, the drill down. There you go. <laughs> we call it the it's drill down. The what? We, the uh, drill we do down. this little segment. We we it's do so about uh, about six or seven questions that almost the same questions that we ask every uh, every guest. Uh, usually it's because okay. these are like the questions that a lot of people send every time we ask for questions. It's like the same group of questions every time. So we okay. re- number one, gi or no gi, and you already told us. 
preference. Wait. Preference. What do you like? so, oh, now 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 is no gi. Now is no gi. Now it's no gi. Okay. So <laughs> But you, if you want me for if you want me for a gi seminar, I, I still remember how to use my pajamas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good, good. So preference, takedown or pull guard? Ooh, right now it's takedown. Okay. Everything's changed. Music during rolling, <laughs> yes or no? Oh, yeah, I have to. I hate quiet rooms. Yeah. What's your go-to? If you're if you're yeah, controlling the playlist, uh, what's playing? What's playing? If I'm in charge, I have a like a very random like list and I usually play that and it has everything from like country to metal to like um 60s everything everything. Okay. Eclectic. That's, that's me. I'd be. I'd probably be embarrassed at some of the songs that would come on if I just put my playlist on. But <laughs> I'm playing booty I'll, shaking I'll own music. <laughs> <laughs> so now, obviously, amount. we know you are a, a competitor. But do you like to watch? Other than like you went to the ADCC, are you are you watching? Uh, you know are the you, WNOs and the fight to wins on on Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, are you yeah. watching these events as well? I watch them, but not religiously. I ch- I watch a lot of jujitsu, but I mainly watch the women like in my division or in women that I plan to have matches with. I like to study jujitsu, okay. so um, of course I like to watch. I like to watch those shows, but I really like to watch just women's jujitsu in general because I want to see what my competition's doing, how they're getting better. Um, I like to see like how they learn and how they grow. And hopefully I can take some of that stuff and learn and grow too. Yeah, Do you have any favorite competitors that you like to watch? Um, I really loved watching Fionn was amazing. Jeez. That was great. Um, dude, she's a, she's a, incredible. I've watched a lot of her jujitsu. Um, I watched Tata Hibero. I, I, I've known her since she was, a. I think she was yellow. No, maybe she was blue. Back in Brazil, like 12 years. She's incredible. I've watched her a long time. Luisa Montero, I love to watch her. She's amazing. And I got to train with her for a number of years. Um, she's a huge idol of mine. I watched before, I used to watch Luisa and Angelica. And then it was ironic because then I got to train with them. So it was That's awesome. incredible Small to world. like, you know, because you watch like, imagine you watch Kobe and then you get to train with Kobe. That's, that was like, that's that how, was my life. So. That's how Kobe was with Jordan. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. This isn't on my list of questions, but did you guys, I mean, you were there, so you might not have seen it. I, when I was watching the Kendall match, um, as when she I hit the ground, you could I see, see it. I, and, I, and I, I like rewatched it. Like, you know, she you could see her leg. There was obviously no mark. And then when she fell, you could just see like it. A, like a red line right down her leg. I, I'm like, she definitely broke something. Something popped out and created that line right down her leg. And the commentators, I guess, cause they're not like getting the replay right there. Plus if it was like, you're watching on one mat, the, they, they weren't commenting on it. And like, Oh, I think Kendall got hurt over there. And I'm like, did nobody just see, it looks like her freaking like a bones popping out of her leg. Yeah. Almost like, the, again, it was just like a straight line down the outside of her leg. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what's happened. I, I, I I follow her and we've had her on the show, but uh, she's, oh, she's like, pretty jammed like up. She's nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't see she was on, like we were sitting by the other mat and she was on the far side mat and mm, I was watching, yeah. I would, I was watching both, but of course as far away, I couldn't see. 
uh, anything. But yeah, I just I saw I saw in her story that she's like she was at the hospital and then I haven't Same I yeah. haven't seen much. I hope she's okay. I, yeah, yeah, she's a really she's a great competitor and she had to overcome a lot to get there too. She had some some back um, some back injury and she mm. really worked hard to be able to compete on that stage. So yeah, it sucks. She's she's a really her. Yeah, her and Rafaela are really great competitors, and that's a bummer that they that that happened. Yeah, then I would have liked to see yeah. that one play out. Yeah, you know, go to the no, end. No, for sure. But when I saw that, for I was sure, like, oh, I, I could I just see see it when it's, it, like I was watching that mat, you know, because you can you yeah. you can make you know change mats yeah. on the on the app, and I was what, watching that one, and I was the, just like, oh, there weren't there weren't a lot of bad injuries this ADCC, mm. which was kind of neat. Yeah. Not that I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was that, that was the worst. There was. That, I, not, there, there wasn't. There wasn't. That. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, a lot um, of. The I think. Yeah. I hate to see the girls injured, especially because like men is so hard. The divisions are so small. The weight classes are so big. The the work they have to put in, it's just they work. I I feel like they work ten times harder, and then to get injured and just have to, everything shit on you. Like I feel so bad for her. So. I, yeah, I was. For, uh, yeah, but I, I don't think any of the other girls got injured. I don't, and I think only Mika looks like his heel. He tapped fast, but Kay didn't let go until the ref said stop. So he might have a little bit of an injury. Yeah, um, I've seen the rise of female MMA. Like um, mm-hmm. you're a fan. I remember. I, when, I remember when Dana it, was like, "I'll never, never have, have a girl, girl yet." Fight and, and and I remember the you know the first tough the, the Ultimate Fighter that you know had Rose had had all the people who are kind of still in now. That's how shallow that division is. Uh, and and now it's to a point where there's a lot of female fighters. You could have there's definitely a female fighter or two on the card. And yeah. I, f- I feel like jujitsu since I've come in in the last three years, female jujitsu has gone. A long way in the last three years, but I still think it's no for sure. But it's still, I think, at its infancy, and and I think no, we're maybe for sure. I think there should be more weight classes. We talked about that a few with a few, a few women, like especially the ADCC. This whole over and under, what it's is it? Over sixty six over and under sixty six. I mean, yeah, it's it, like there are there are so many more competitors. Can't aren't there? Can't there be the same weight divisions as Matt or? I mean, yeah. with, with not if Gabby's well, I, still going to fight, I, I mean, then I mean, I don't know that you have a lot of people her size. That would fight, but sixty six to be that break point and for her to be so much heavier than all the other girls, just don't think it's no, fair. But uh, look what happened, you know. That's it's uh, just so you know, like for reference, it's one thirty two. I can't cut to one thirty two, and I walk around as like a pretty small woman, and I can't cut to that weight. Like I didn't do trials because I was like, man, I, I would like to fight at that weight, but I can't even cut to but that then weight. You're you fighting- have to weigh in every single. Kendall at Gabby, 150 plus. Which, what, Ken, what is, is Kendall? Not 150, 185. Kendall is probably, Kendall. I would say, Ken, I want to guess Kendall walks around at 175. I hope okay. that doesn't bother her that no, I say no, that. We've talked about it. I know um, it's up there. She's she's talked about it. Yeah. There's a weight but, class. Um, that not up I, there, but at that weight, I mean, you know. Yeah. I definitely, like, I would think that there would need to be three divisions at least. Like, I would have thought that would have been that there that this year. Especially because in Abu Dhabi, like the Sheik did do some things to kind of progress women's jujitsu. Um, like for example, in the Grand Slam or any of the Abu Dhabis where you get paid, you get paid per competitor that shows up rather than boys get paid this much and girls get paid this much. So I think it's like a step forward. So I would have thought that they would have had at least three divisions and like to fight. It's insane to fight 
132 kilos to somebody who walks around at 280. Like that's, that's saying if you can't cut that much and you're walking around at 135, you have to fight someone who weighs 280, 280 pounds. Yeah, that's more than double. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's well, just, I mean, I think people, she's obviously, at least Gabby is, she's been figured out. I mean, Amanda, right? Uh, yeah. Amanda Beater. Amy. Amy. Yeah. And oh, Amy. Yeah, and, Amy and, and, and Amanda, Amy. too. The MMA Amanda, fighter. Amanda beat her. Yeah, so I think it's... Yeah, I'm talking about Kendall the last... The, I'm sorry, like the... Was it a WNL? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a WNL. Yeah. Amanda... I forget her Amanda Levy. Amanda Levy. Amanda Le- Levy, yeah. Levy. Right, so Levy, she figured yeah. her out, Levy. right? And then, you know, now now in this last one, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, and I and I think if the category was like one, if it's like 175 and up, there's a lot of girls, a lot of them are doing the gi right now, but they're they're pretty popular. Like um, there's a girl, Yada, there, she's quite good. Um, there's Larissa Diaz, she's quite good. Yeah. All those girls, there would, there would be a bigger division. And if they did this, you know, so maybe under 170, because for me, if you're telling me, oh, I walk around 145, I have to fight somebody 170, that's okay. Like, that's the division. But someone 280, like, I'm going to get hurt. I, I'm not saying that I, I could be there, but if I could, I wish I could. Yeah. It, it's just, it's it's hard. My friend Nikki had Gabby first round, and Nikki's tough. She's a really good girl from Australia. You didn't get to see much jujitsu, and, and that's a bummer because Nikki has incredible jujitsu. So. Yeah, so I, like I think it. just more weight divisions would be. I love the underdog story. I love I love an underdog win. And, you know, yeah. In that context, yeah. you're fighting. You know, it's David versus Goliath. Basically. Mikey, when Mikey Musumeshi yeah. did the ultra, the the what was it, the open weight class division? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and he ended yeah. up with that dude that was like 500 <laughs> pounds or something. It was and quick, ridiculous. yeah. It was, fast. It, was, it wasn't that quick. No, bro. that wasn't that. No. There's one where isn't there one where he like finishes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. He had to get out of there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh. All right, so we have a we have a couple more questions. So, okay. what is your ultimate goal? What is the legacy that you want to leave behind as it relates to jujitsu? Oh wow! Um, I think I think I hope that I can do a lot for women's jujitsu. I started later in life as well, and of course, I would like to have more titles for myself. Um, and but I really I hope I see a lot of women who are like ah, this isn't fair for women. This isn't fair. And like kind of, I guess, nagging about it. And I really try to be more proactive in helping the growth of female jujitsu. So, um, I really like doing events for women and, um, helping female jujitsu grow. So I really, I really hope that I can have a part in that. Um, and I don't know. I think I just, um, I think I just want it for longevity. Like, I love the sport. It's it's amazing. I love to share jujitsu. I love to learn jujitsu. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, yeah, I wanna. I, I say jokingly, I wanna die on the mat. You know, I wanna. <laughs> I wanna be rolling and conk out. Yeah. I wanna go like my grandfather. <laughs> Don't tell my wife I said that. Yeah. Yeah. In his sleep. She wants me to go quietly next to her. Yeah. <laughs> Together. Yeah. Like it, she, Together. she was watching The Notebook the other day. I'm like, easy, babe. Just uh, <laughs> That's how you go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> just just the, the one, same. The same. We yeah. have one Sorry. last question I was going to say the same, but on the mat. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, uh, one last question. And now I know that you said you're not doing a lot of, uh, of, gee. of gee, but. Do you or do you not wash your jujitsu gee belt? 
Oh. It's a big one. Um, yeah. Very I divisive issue. Are you wishy-washy? I, 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 yeah, I mean, I watch it sometimes. I don't, I, I used to think there was some, uh, like, Juju? reason, but I can send you, yeah, I can send you guys a picture of my blue and purple and brown belts, and I didn't wash them, and I feel like the MRSA, like, ate them away. <laughs> Yeah, because I can't really remember training that much. It feels like it eats Sorry. it up. Like you know, when you see somebody that right? doesn't wash their belt, it yeah. like eats Mercy, it up in a yeah. different way. Yeah. Disease. Like, oh, okay. sorry guys, I have to teach in fifteen minutes. What's okay, up? yeah, we're, we're yeah, I'm teaching. Okay, sorry. No, no, that's good. Oh, that, yeah. that was our no, last question. That Let's. Uh, I want to give okay. you the floor. Go ahead and uh, <laughs> do you want to shout out any sponsors? Say hello to anybody. This is your time. Oh, um, well, thank you guys for having me. Um, thank you. The last podcast I did, I, I think I was a little more fun because I was having like a glass of wine. So <laughs> yeah. if you guys, you were great. You guys we loved it. We loved having you. Okay, good. Um, yeah. So there's this really great brand in Mexico. It's called, um, pressure and diamonds. You can say preson and diamantes because my Spanish is so bad, but they now have a store in the U S and, um, it's, it's a really great brand, so if you guys want to check it out. And then, um, yeah, I I use Electrum Performance. Most of the things that people that sponsor me, like, are things that I use constantly. Like, um, I was rubbing this on my shoulders. It's uh, Doc Thackeray's CBD. But um, I feel like most of the, the people that sponsor me, like, are products that, and things that I use. Like, Electrum Performance, I really believe in their strength and conditioning. I actually got called Bomba Strong when I was just lifting four days a week, and and I'm totally natural. Like I've never done a steroid. What does that I mean? What does Bomba Strong mean? Bo- yeah, in oh. Portuguese, when it's Bombao, it's like you're taking yeah. acai and Jesus. Oh. You know? <laughs> yeah. Is that what that means? Yeah, yeah and Bomba, like, yeah. Bomba Strong. Uh, bo- Bomba, yeah, Bomba. Yeah, Bomba. She's yeah, as strong like, as I'm- a bomb. That she's juiced up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's funny because I'm totally natural. I, I don't even take Tylenol. Like, um, I don't take any, no um, Advil. So you're like homeopathic. Any, no. Yeah, That's totally good. homeopathic. Gotcha. So I'm totally natural. So when the girls tell me that, I was like, ah, it's my strength program. So. Well, that's um, awesome. Yeah. That's and um, You believe in your sponsors. Yeah. I believe in my sponsors. I don't like, I. it sucks because I've, I feel like as an athlete, like, Maybe it would be better and if I let anybody sponsor me, but I kind of don't want to have somebody sponsor me that I don't believe in them as a person or I think they're like a yeah. trash human. I think that's so, wise. I think that I will, pays off in the long run. Keep an eye out. I know like some of our sponsors, like they like to reach out. They might send you something. We're going to, if okay. you send me your address, I actually uh, send me your address and your sizes. And actually some of our sponsors tend to, one of our sponsors sends out our t-shirts and he tends to maybe oh, throw cool. a, 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 you know an item or two, just, you know, nothing crazy, but he might throw something in there. But I do, I, one of our, nice. our, uh, Neutral Zone Clean has been reaching out to a couple of our sponsors. They just launched their their cleaning product, their like hygiene products, wipes and sprays. Oh, uh, and they've been they've I been reaching that. out to. I I let them know. I'm like, yeah, that was great guest. They shared our stuff before the before they came on the podcast. Like they would be a good partner for you. And then I let you know yeah. whatever they do. 
an offer is up to them. But, um, you know, keep an eye out. It actually happens where they, they reach out and they say, hey, you know, we saw you on the podcast. We sponsor. You know, maybe we could do something together. So it does happen a lot. So more we often like, than not. Cool. We like our sponsors. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Our sponsors we're are pretty not, awesome. We're not, selling out. we're not selling out. All right. Here. So I know you got to teach. OK, so yeah. thank you very much for okay. doing this. Thank we're you. saying goodbye. But we're going to take come take a picture real quick. Take two so pictures. One more minute. OK. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy Signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. All right, that was great, right? She's uh, yeah, a lot of good perspectives. Cool. Yeah, super hungry. Her knuckles prove her power. <laughs> super hungry. Going, I feel man. like that's a that's an important part she of the competitive. You grab your throat. <laughs> your throat. Yeah, now my. <laughs> Fuck that! Yeah. You guys really think your throat uh, is I'll all just be muscle? friends. I'll no, just be I'm friends. just you know, like Schwarzenegger throat. I'm just saying, if there's one, if, if she, if there's a neck that she's gonna get to in this room. It's going to be the guy yeah, that doesn't it's probably going to be yours, bro. <laughs> I, would, I would die just as she's She'll coming get, at me. Heather, you would choke us out, too. We're just kidding. As she's yeah. coming at me, I would just die. My heart would yeah. stop, and I would just die. <laughs> My knees Fear. are still pretty okay. I'll run. All right, guys. So, uh, once again, thank you to Heather for uh, for joining us. Awesome. A uh, little housekeeping here, guys. Don't forget, if you purchase anything from any of our sponsors, 
Uh, you've seen the commercials on the on the show or heard, listened to or seen the commercials on the show. Uh, Neutral Zone Clean, Neutral Zone CBD, BJJ, bought the BJJ box. Flow and roll. Um, roll. Black Belt Digital Marketing. Vincero. If you do anything with us, we'll, we'll put you in there as well. Vincero. What else? Uh, BJJ box, you already said. Uh, Feito. Feito you know, if you If you are... If you work with any of our clients, we've always said, send us the receipt. If you work for, with any of our clients, let us know, and we're going to put you into a raffle for up to $250 worth of jujitsu mm -hmm. uh, jujitsu swag. Uh, I, am pro I am probably going to uh, work with some of our sponsors to do even more, so it's probably going to be more than $250. I know with what we're going to put in just ourselves, it's, it's at least $250. So, uh, so just, you know, look. We can't do this without our sponsors. If you buy anything from our okay. sponsors, let us know. Please, these are these are some awesome products. Uh, I love my BJJ box every time it comes. I use the Neutral Zone uh, CBD every night before I go to bed. Yep. I use the spray and the wipes on the mats in the car when I go to the gas station. Like I'm actually using this stuff. Can I, I? I got I one it. more shout out. Shout out or shout, shout out? out. The 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 Jujitsu Dummies coffee mug. <laughs> okay, there's there's one feature I like about it. The handle is big. Okay. So like you yeah. could actually grab it like I send out the fifteen fingers. ounce mugs. With four fingers. Yes. Yeah. It's the bigger mug. It's the there's a there's that's the fifteen ounce. I think there's like an eleven. I do the fifteen it's ounce. Like a Get the mug. bigger mug, everybody. Yeah. It's, like a Viking. it's life changing. It's the yeah. only, it's my favorite mug it's right now. It's become a thing. I, I get more pictures be, of that mug and like and, you want to know why? Because they're stories. using it because yeah. it works. I'm telling yeah. you, that's the honest <laughs> feedback. It used to be Mr. Wright in my cupboard. That's it said Mr. Wright. And then my wife's always says, uh, Mrs. No, mine says, Mr. Always Right. No, Mr. Right. And then her says, Mrs. Always Right. And yeah, that's what it is. Got it. But now I, I've transitioned out of that. I'm Jiu-Jitsu Dummies it, mug only. Whether you win one, if you want to buy one, go to, uh, it's jujitsudummies.shop or yeah. go to at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies shop on IG, click the link. Really on all of our IG pages, if you go to the link tree, you'll find the shop page as well. Uh, Flow and Roll sends out our t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, but we actually have, you know, we had our own stuff on the on the site. We still have all that stuff there. And we do have mugs and accessories, things like that. Made up a rhyme for so, it already. At Jujitsu Dummies on IG for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. My IG is Uncle Milty BJJ. Mine is uh, JJD underscore DJJ69. Bo. Well, <laughs> Turn the mic on, Bo. Okay, right now. Turn my microphone up. Now who's fucking up? <laughs> B A D W E R K S. Why do you take that Bad personally? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that you, you know this yeah, and the talking to the yeah, mic. I'm not supposed to even be on a mic. <laughs> yeah, he's doing. He's just doing his job, man. I'm just, I'm just being here. Don't, don't, don't sorry, be, you want the podcast so to be I'm, good. I'm, I'm putting pushing that's, buttons. That's what you got to say. That's huh? what you got to say. You just got to go. Sorry, I want the podcast to be good. My bad. Thank you for watching and listening, everyone. Peace, love, jujitsu. Peace, love, jujitsu. Yes. <laughs>